Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Well, my name is Sean Wadiemi. Most people know me as Sean, but I prefer Sean, if you can pronounce that. <laughs> as parents, we sometimes desire to give our children luxuries or certain privileges or things that we didn't we didn't necessarily enjoy. That desire in itself is not a bad thing, but we always have to look at where we are financially and if it makes sense. Uh, maybe you feel your child always has to have the nicest clothes and you spend all this money on designer clothes that he's only going to grow in three, four months. When you really do the numbers and you really look at your budget, you can't afford it. But because you've never really been intentional about running those numbers and seeing if it's wise for your family, you're spending all this money. But guess what's happening is it's causing you to go into debt. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Dollar Savvy Podcast. Introduce your host, Sean Adeyemi, President and Senior Financial Planner at SA Capital Advisors. Live is pretty much our lifestyle, the lifestyle we choose to have. And a lifestyle is a function of two things, our commitments and our priorities. Our commitments are basically our family dynamics in the sense that... Um, whether you're a single person, then your commitments are different from somebody who has a family or a family of five. The commitments will look different than a family of two or a family of three. And priorities are really what's important to you. The challenge or the problem I see is that, unfortunately, many people haven't really sat down to think about what are their priorities, what's important to you, and they kind of just wing it. And then there's also the commitments. Because when it comes to your commitments, yes, we cannot run from it and you should you should not. But I think it's also important to count the cost. Because if you're a family of four or a family of five and you don't sit down to look at the numbers to say, you know what, how much can we reasonably afford on, let's say, groceries or food? You can easily, your spending on food, for instance, can easily just be out of proportion. And so many times we unintentionally break some of the principles, the five principles I spoke about in the first episode, which is to spend less than you earn, avoid the use of debt, save for the unexpected, set long-term goals, and give generously. These five principles really have to inform the decisions we make because when they inform the decisions we make and we are intentional about not breaking them, it forces you to sit down and take a look at your commitments and your priorities and how you can make it fit. And that's really living by a budget. Because when you live by a budget, you're able to count the cost and see how much can I afford on food? How much can I afford for housing expenses? How much can I afford for to go out? 
it's important to count the cost. But the problem is when we are not intentional about these things and we just kind of go with the flow, we unintentionally break one or all of these five principles. And there are consequences for that. It may be, it may not happen right now, but somewhere down the road, you will have to face those consequences. Like when you don't count the cost, you spend all that you earn. And so when you spend all that you earn, there will come a point where your capacity to earn is no longer there. And so at that point, your belly is scraping by. Or when you don't count the cost, you do not avoid the use of debt. And so you end up accumulating a lot of debt. And that's very easy to, to do these days. Debt is so accessible. I see all the commercials today. Um, brand new car. It's only $100 a week. And that looks like a small amount of money compared to what you make. But when you really look at that, that's 400 bucks a, a month. In the big picture, can you really afford that? Does that make sense for you? It's important to sit down and have a budget. Most people think of a budget as something that's restrictive or something that just uh, takes all the fun out of things. But really, a budget is just a spend and plan. A budget should really give you freedom because then you know what you can spend money on and what you can't spend money on. And so our lifestyle, even though our lifestyle is a function of our commitments, even within our commitments, we do have choices. And the more we are intentional with the choices we make to ensure these choices are not breaking those biblical principles, the better prepared we are for the future and the better rewards there are for the choices we make. If I spend less than I earn, it means I have money to save. It means I'm intentional and I can avoid the use of debt. It also means that I can then set long-term goals that I can accomplish because I'm intentional and I have a budget. It means that I can afford to look and say, how can I give generously out of everything that God has given me? And depending on what stage you are in life, remember that nothing is permanent. You may have to make some sacrifices now for greater benefits down the road. One of the mentors I really love and I listen to a lot is Dave Ramsey when he talks about live like no one else now so later on you can live like no one else. Our lifestyle will always evolve but at certain points in our in our life in our, in our stages in life we may need to make certain sacrifices to ensure that we are not breaking those five biblical principles. Everyone's journey is different. And I think we get too caught up in trying to compare ourselves to each other. And I remember that uh, years ago, I would look and say, you know what, I'm, I'm 30 years old. I should have this by now. And I would feel, and I, I wouldn't feel good because I did not have what the society or what I was expected to have at that age, or I've been married for X number of years, and by now I should own my own home. 
and I, I and oftentimes I, I feel that that's a pressure because yes real estate owning your home is your own home is great but you know what it's not always right for everybody at every point I think we need to release ourselves from the pressure that we feel that we need to conform to to a certain um, a certain stereotype or a certain lifestyle when I sit down with families and I look at their budgets and I see how much goes towards debt, it's astounding sometimes. There's a really nice car in the garage there um, that, yeah, to your friends, it looks like you're doing very well. But when you peek beneath the hood, it's all financed by a lot of debt. And eventually that's going to catch up to you in one way, shape or form. Either that, either because you're accumulating more debt and when life happens, because it does. Sometimes we think it only happens to somebody else, but it does happen to every one of us in one shape or form. Your car breaks down, um, your child is sick, and you need to spend some money and you haven't saved for the unexpected. You've accumulated a lot of debt and now the creditors are calling you. You're about to lose your car. You're about to lose your house. And by the way. I understand how that feels because I've been there. I made some on, some on wise choices early in my life too. And I've had to pay for it. And I thank God that he gave me the wisdom to seek wise advice, to seek wise counsel, to become intentional about the choices I was making regarding my lifestyle. Because the choices you make regarding lifestyle, remember this. What you take from one piece of the pie, it means it's no longer available from other pieces of your pie. I've seen families and individuals struggle even though they earn a lot of money. And it breaks my heart because I, I look at the income they're making and I say, you know what, you really shouldn't have to struggle. Your struggle is a result of the lifestyle you've chosen, whether intentionally or unintentionally. You don't need a brand new car because the minute you drive that car out of the, out of the lot, it's worth 30% less. You can still drive a used car. I drove. I've, I drive a used car today, and I've driven used cars in my life. I've never owned a uh, a brand new car, and I'm not broke. Or you feel that you know what? You need this big house, and you go get a big mortgage just because the bank says you qualify for X amount of mortgage. Doesn't mean you have to get a mortgage at the top of your budget. What you take from one piece of what you spend on one piece of the pie affects what you have available for the other pieces and the challenge with spending on lifestyle is that it's consumptive there's no return on it once you spend on it it's gone and so the question you have to ask yourself is am i spending more on lifestyle than i should be because if you are then you are breaking one or more of those five principles spend less than you earn avoid the use of debt Save for the unexpected, set long-term goals, and give generously. And unless you are intentional about allowing these principles to guide you and not breaking them, it's only a matter of time before the consequences begin to catch up to you. So you either have to force, force yourself, discipline yourself to make the changes needed, or life circumstances will force you to do that. At which point it's even more painful. And the choices you make today can ruin your family, can ruin your future. 
We can make excuses or we can make changes, but we can't do both. And even worse is a lifestyle that's so focused on self and enjoyment and pleasure and today that you create a distance between yourself and God. Scripture says, what shall it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? What legacy do you live or do you want to live for your children or your children's children? There are no independent financial decisions. There's none. Everything is connected. Choices have consequences or they have rewards. Which would it be for you? Thank you so much for listening to the Dollar Savvy Podcast. You can find us at sacapital.ca slash podcast. And you can reach us at one 365-8883, extension 377. Or send us an email at podcast at sacapital.ca. You've been listening to the Dollar Savvy Podcast. I'm your host, Show Me. Thank you. Hey, I'm Anthony B. Mitchell, co-owner of Madden & Mitchell Media and producer of the Dollar Savvy Podcast. Shayun and the SA Capital team want to thank you for tuning in. It's appreciated so much that we want to give you a chance to win a gift card prize. If you're hearing this, you completed the first step by listening to the podcast. For the second step, you'll have to email this episode's code. Email the code to be entered into the draw. The winner will be announced on the next episode. This episode's winner is Matthew Huvenars. Please email podcast at sacapital.ca to claim your prize. This episode's code is giving. Madden and Mitchell Media.